the uh, scripture that we have today is in Psalm 25, verse 4, and it is, show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your path. So show me your ways. Uh, the gospel that Christ has given for us that we see in the, the Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, that the gospel presents to us the, the path, the, the ways that God has for us. And we see within those gospels, we see how that Christ has taught us um, through the gospels. He's taught us about life and about forgiveness and about seed, about uh, the Sermon on the Mount and, you know, blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek. You know, those types of things, we have this established as the ways and the path that God has for us. Now, whenever we go on a new path, uh, we start out on a new way, uh, sometimes it's a little difficult. <laughs> uh, we, we leased a new car, um, so the, Rhonda's not driving the red Chevy anymore. It is a, um, what did we get? A Subaru. Yes, we got a some color Subaru. But anyhow, it has lots, lots of wonderful gadgets. <laughs> and, um, you know, learning how to drive a car with lots of new gadgets is quite fun, especially whenever you're sitting at a red light and not playing on your telephone but trying to get the GPS. I keep saying Rhonda's playing with her telephone. And she said, no, I wasn't playing with my telephone. Uh, but anyhow, <laughs> she was working with the GPS thing and the, the, the um, car responded, the car in front of you has moved. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you're sitting at a red light, and you know, you're ready to beep your horn. Well, the car tells you now somebody in front of you has moved, you know. <laughs> so, and, and the other one is that it has a backup sensor that if you're going to back into a wall, the car will just stop. Well, our driveway is slanted, and it, to the car, it feels like, it, I guess it senses that as you're going down to the end of the driveway and the road is there, that you're backing into a wall. So she's backing out of the driveway and the car just stops. <laughs> and so it's like, what did I do? What did I do? And it's the car sensing that you're backing into a wall, but it isn't a wall. It's a, another place. I like the one where, uh, I didn't experience this, but you're driving down the highway and you know how when you're on a turnpike, you go through the, the uh, tunnels. Well, this thing has eyesight. That's what they call it, eyesight. It has two cameras and stuff. And it, I guess it actually will process the speed limit. So when, you, when she hits the tunnel, the car goes down to 55. <laughs> it won't go any faster. <laughs> and, uh, or, and I, the other one, and I'll quote with this one, is that... Uh, <laughs> I like the idea that if you have the crew set at 65 and you're coming up behind a car that's going 60, it will slow down to give you the same distance. You have it set the distance you want between your vehicle and that one. It will slow down to the speed of the, per the car in front of you. And if it stops, the car in front of you stops and you don't put the brake on, it will stop for you. <laughs> and... Oh, there's one other little thing. <laughs> it has this lane detector, and um, you're only supposed to use this on interstates that are straight and all this stuff, but you push the button, and if you go over the line, it not only will beep at you, it will turn the wheel back. It'll jerk on the wheel. I told her, don't put that on, dear. <laughs> 
<laughs> Too many new things. Now, I, I say that, you know, they, these are just, and this is, you know, this isn't like a million-dollar car. Now, it's just a, a Subaru. But uh, there, it was the insurance. I like this part. The insurance on it only went up like $8 because the insurance agent said, this is probably one of the safest vehicles on the road. Who knew, you know? So here you go, you get a new car, you, you know, release a new car. I <laughs> didn't want to buy it. Uh, but it has all these gadgets on it. And, and what we're trying to do is learn how to stay on the path, <laughs> on the road with all of these new inventions. Well, show me your ways, O oh Lord, teach me your path, that we are, we are in this relationship with Jesus Christ, and the, the scripture is full of all of these things, and you know, we'd say the gadgets on the car, while there are all these truths that God has presented in the scriptures that are to keep us on task or on the path. And so our problem is learning how to adapt the scripture to the road and to the path that we're living. And it, it, you know, it's, it's not an impossible thing, it's actually a great thing. Because what, when you learn to use the <laughs> inventions, the additions, the radar and all the stuff, the eyesight that a car has, when you start learning to do this, we, we see how much easier it is to be safer in a vehicle than just depending on yourself, but you can never just uh, depend on the vehicle, you have to depend on yourself and the vehicle together. Well, God is wanting us to do the very same thing, is that he has given us his Holy Spirit He's given us the truths of his word, and they are there to keep us on task, to keep us on the road. You know, the scripture says, um, straight is the gate and narrows the way that leads to eternal life, but broad is the path to, to destruction. And, and I know I've said this, you know, before, but sometimes we have this idea that straight is the, uh, the road and narrows the path that goes to heaven. The word narrow here does not mean a little tiny uh, path on the side of a cliff <laughs> that, uh, that if you make a mistake, you fall off of. What it means is that there is a broad way that has boundaries. So narrow is the path, meaning there are boundaries to the road that, you that we live on in Christ. And the boundaries, that, like the commandments, don't kill, don't steal, don't bear false witness, those are the, those are the guardrails, as it were, guide rails to keep us in a life that is free and in a life that is in touch with God and that God's Spirit can guide us on this very broad way. And on this path, there are things, forgive, love, you know, uh, be patient. Little things, you know, just little things about life and about what's going on. So when God is telling us these things and instructing them to us, we are saying, he's, saying, he's letting us know that the road that we are on is a blessed road. There are difficulties and there are times that we have to slow down and there are times that we need to come to a stop and pull over and rest. <laughs> but there are times in which God, in all of these places, God is at work trying to direct our path and he's going to show us his ways. So we have to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts, but he's going to speak the truths of his word, not some things that we think up. 
Um, I can imagine going down the road, you know, and I, I know we've all, if you have the GPS systems, you know, the, there's a better way, and you don't need recalculating and all that. But sometimes we just don't pay attention to the GPS system. It's like we're, we have the, the road is set, we set the course, and we're going down this road, and it says make a U-turn. I said, nah, I'm not going to make no U-turn. This is the way it's going. I've ever, other people have told me to go this way. It says, uh, you know, turn left, turn right. And finally, you know, we come on and say, the bridge is out, you stupid person. Turn around. <laughs> Well, the idea is that God is telling us the bridge is out whenever you are off course, when your life is in a shambles and away from God, you are missing the whole thing. You're missing the truths of God's word and you are missing out on God's blessing and God's direction. You're missing out on his help. You're missing out on his comfort and strength and, you know, his influence and his his word and his power. You're missing out on all the good things of life, and, and he's trying to tell us, turn around, repent. Go in the opposite direction. Come back. <laughs> this is uh, one individual. This happened uh, oh, maybe well, at least 30 years ago, <laughs> so it was a long time ago. And I, 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 don't, I don't remember who it was, but anyhow, this guy called up. We were, we was down, we were down at New Day, uh, in Johnstown, and, and the person called up that was supposed to go speak somewhere. And we'll just use the r- Route 30 as, a, as an example. And I don't remember what road they were looking for. And he says, you know, I can't find a place where I want. He says, well, where's it located? He said, in such and such a place, and nobody had ever heard of it. And uh, they says, well, it says it's on Route 30, Route 30 West, and, and I can't find it. And they said, well, what route are you on? He said, Route, thir- route 30 East. <laughs> he was going the wrong direction. <laughs> you think nobody can be that? He was. But anyhow, he was, he was directionally challenged. <laughs> there we go. He was directionally challenged. He was going the wrong direction on the right road. So here we are on the path of life. And we are on the path of life, but sometimes we're going in the wrong direction. (laughs) And the right direction is the direction of serving God and allowing God to work within our hearts. You You think about the blessings that God has for us, that every failure of our life, he dismisses, throws it away when we repent. Now, repentance means sorrow for our actions and asking God to give us strength and to forgive us so that we can go the different direction. So godly sorrow is that God, you, I need forgiveness. I need this out of my life. And so we're depending upon God then to forgive us and let go of every failure of our life. Every mistake. That's why forgiveness is so important that our sins are forgiven. Our failures are forgiven because God doesn't want yesterday, yesterday's failures to interfere with today's decisions. <laughs> Because yesterday's failures have, do not have um, the DNA of God on them. You know? Our DNA, the DNA of the Holy Spirit of God is in our hearts and lives. And anything that would interfere with that, God wants to dismiss. God wants to take it off, to, you know, you know, get it away from us. So, he tells us then that we are to allow his word then to show us his way. And that he would teach us our, you know, his paths that we would know what the path of God is. 
and that there is the, the Spirit of God is still within our lives and still within our hearts. And, you know, God is always recalculating from right where we're at to get us back to the place where we need to be. Now, when we praise God, okay, giving thanks, when we give thanks to God, we, we are moving beyond our feelings and we are allowing our faith to work in our praise to God. You know, I, I, um, I think of when Jesus was um, standing before the tomb of Lazarus. His words are, Father, I thank you that you hear my prayers. Now, that was, that's always been a, a very intriguing statement for me, even when I was a teenager, <laughs> that Jesus would say to God the Father, but he, he's not really doing it for him or for God. He's doing it for those who are listening. I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. I am giving praise to you, thanking you, that every time I pray, you hear me. Now, if my feelings would, might say, well, that's not true, you know, God's not listening, but my faith tells me, so when I am thanking God, I am allowing my faith to be activated in this situation. God, I don't understand. I thank you. I thank you for your promises. I thank you, God, for my need that I have because you are the great supplier of my need. You are, the one, my, you are my provider. You're my healer. You're my strength. You're my comfort. You know, whenever the Bible says the I am that I am, you know, Moses, I am that I am has sent you, that Jesus is telling us I am the bread of life. I am your healing. I am your peace. I am your strength. I am your redeemer. I am your life giver. I am your uh, love. I am your, <laughs> I am. So when we are saying, whatever we have a need in our life, God is saying I am your provision. So on this path, I'm learning the ways and the teachings of how that I am to live with God because he owns this place. <laughs> and my faith and my praise is my, my, uh, it's my work. It's the work of my faith is, is coming out of my mouth when I say, thank you, God, for this very difficult place. Not that I am thanking him for what happened, but I am thanking him that he will work this place to fit together to a divine good. Psalm 31, 9 says, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. Another, the Message Bible has it as, What a stack of blessings you have piled up for those who worship you. What a stack of blessings you have piled up for those who worship you, ready and waiting for all who will run to you to escape an unkind world. You see, there is an unkind world that we live in, and the path of life that we are living goes through that unkind world. And the unkind world can throw its garbage on our path, but we've got to remember that God has set a path for us that this isn't the answer. The garbage that people throw at us, you know what you're supposed to do, don't you? You see, when the garbage truck backs up to your house to unload its garbage on your front yard, 
you go out and stop it, okay? Got that? <laughs> if the garbage truck is going to dump its garbage on your front yard, they don't have a right to put their garbage on your yard because that's your yard. And their garbage doesn't belong on your yard. Their garbage doesn't belong in your life. So we have to learn how to put the lid on the garbage can, <laughs> put the lid on our life so the other people's garbage, the garbage of the world, doesn't get in. See, you're the filter. You're the filter. The Holy Spirit is the filter. God, his word are the filter. And we got to stop the garbage from getting in there because, you know, on some of these expeditions, if you ever watch the uh, History Channel and all that, and the guys, they went to the North Pole and stuff and they, on dog sleds and things, they didn't have enough... Um, they didn't have enough room to carry everything that they would need for this trek, for this journey. So what they would do is they would put stations. You know, they would fly them in and drop supplies at certain areas. And whenever they would reach those areas, they would pick up additional supplies. Well, the Bible is saying, what a stack of blessings you have piled up for those who worship you. That there is a stack of God's blessings waiting for you whenever you get to that part, or you get to that spot. You get to that place and you see our stack of blessings, you know, we, can, we, we, we could be just around the corner from it. But we stop because, well, I can't see them and it doesn't feel like I should praise God. It doesn't feel like I should be saying, thank you, God, for the wonderful things you've done and this isn't, this isn't wonderful. <laughs> but you see, God is telling us to give thanks because his blessing, his stack of blessing is just right up ahead. And the blessing he can give to us is the strength for the journey, the wisdom, the understanding for the journey, the grace, the unmerited favor, the favor of God upon your life that he wants to bless you. Who owns this place? God does. And what does God want to do? He wants to bless us in this life so that our life is fruitful. We bear fruit. <laughs> you need some fruit? Everything we have, everything we do, every kind deed we give, every kind deed we do is a seed planted. You give an apple, what, what if you gave an apple and everyone who you gave an apple to took the seed from that apple and planted it? I mean, we'd see apple trees everywhere. Well, what about the word of God? We are giving the seed of God's word to people and, so, and, and the seed of God, will, his word will not return void. It is planted and it will, it will grow. It will grow into a tree that will produce more apples and more seed. And so God's, God's what a stack of blessings he has in store for us. You know, um, I was thinking of the you know, to, to do the sermons, you have to think a little bit, okay? And I try to think, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it don't. But anyhow, <laughs> the Bible says the very hairs of your head are numbered, okay? Now, I've said that, you know, heard of it, and said it for many, many years. Now, let's say there's a thousand, because I'm just talking about me, not you. Let's say there's a thousand hair on your head. One of them falls out. What do you have? 999. But you see, God isn't just counting the thousand. When one falls out, 
It's number 499. It's that specific. Yes, there are 999, but 499 fell. God is that specific about your life. You're not here by chance. You're not just living your life because, you know, you know, God had nothing more to do than to throw you into this mess and that, you know, you find your own way. I wound you up. I threw you there. Now go find your way. No, it's not like that. God has instructed. He's given us a path of life. He's given us his scripture. He's given us a mind and a heart, and he's telling us, I own this place, but you have full control over what you do with it. God has a place for us. Now, um, I'm going to skip to a, another area that I wanted to do. Um, I want us to say, it's your kingdom. Okay? It's very simple. You just have to say, it's your kingdom. You ready? We're going to practice it now. It's your kingdom. Okay, it's your kingdom, God. Now, the kingdom that we're talking about here is where God is king. Now, we, we, are, we don't have this understanding, basically, of king and kingdom and things like that. But whenever we're talking about God, it's an eternal kingdom, and God owns this place. Now, he has allowed people free will, and the devil has, you know, been doing his part but always remember this, no matter what we think, when Jesus died on the cross and he descended into hell and when he rose from the dead, he brought Satan to naught. To naught. That's a King James word. Naught means zero. <laughs> Jesus brought Satan to naught. To nothing. Jesus drugged Satan around hell like a rag doll, and that rag doll had no power. It was lifeless, limpless, nothing. Because when the power of God is there, evil has no power, not. Okay? So here we are. We're in God's kingdom. Now, what are we supposed to say? It's your kingdom. You ready? After this manner, therefore, pray ye. So this is the Lord's Prayer. I didn't give it to you, to you, Jose, but that's okay. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy will be done in earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts, our sins, as we forgive others. Did you get this? It's your kingdom, God, that we live in, and we are learning your paths and your ways. My daily bread, it's your kingdom. My forgiveness, it's your kingdom. My forgiving others, I have to live by your rules. It's your kingdom. <laughs> Lead us not into temptation. It's your kingdom. 
but deliver us from evil. For it is thy kingdom, it is your power, and it's your glory forever and ever. Amen. Do you see where we live? In his kingdom. We live, we are occupying the kingdom of God. In our hearts, our lives, this vessel, this place, this is, the king, this is God's place to live. And he is, we are on this path of life where he is teaching us his ways, where he is directing our paths, where he has stored up blessings along the way for us. And we are giving thanks because God is leading us on this path. It's his kingdom. When I take authority away from God and make it my kingdom, my ways, it's about me and my and what I want, I am like eating of the forbidden tree <laughs> that says, God, I don't care what you command, I'm going to do what my way. And God loves us so much, he will let us choose. So, Choose this day who we will serve because it's not about me. Everything that I can get on my own is nothing in comparison to what God wants to bestow upon me as I go about my daily living. Because my giftings have the ability to open up many doors, God has already put them in us. It's your kingdom. This is your place. This is your life. I give it to you. So every day when we get up, God, I thank you for giving me this day. God, I thank you for supplying my needs. It's your kingdom. God, I am aware that I have problems. I need direction. God, it's your kingdom. He is going to direct our paths. He's going to give us provision along the way. And, all, and he just wants us to recognize not about you it's about him and whenever we recognize it's about him he sees his life in us and our life becomes more fruitful and everything we do every good deed we do is a seed planted that will reap a harvest it's a good time to say amen amen, amen. let's stand <laughs> <laughs> we have to work on that amen stuff, right? <laughs> um, show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Show me your ways. <laughs> you know, we can put, put our way in a GPS system in a car and God puts his ways in his word. And he's showing us his way. Forgive. Why does he want us to forgive? Because he doesn't want us carrying all that dead weight around. Forgiving others. So we don't carry that dead weight around. Forgive ourselves. Why? Don't carry all that dead weight around. Your sins are only there to trip you up. God's forgiveness is there to give you life. <laughs> These are the blessings. The blessings of being a child of God. And they are eternal. So...
God, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the breath of your spirit. Thank you, God, for the life of your word. It's a living word. Grow it in us, O Lord. God, if we have sinned, forgive us of our sins. Never let a failure come between us. Forgive us. God, as we look to you, we know, Lord, you are there looking at us. It's your kingdom. It's about you. And God, we are the ones on your heart. Hmm. So hard, yet so easy. The kingdom is about you, but for you, it's about us. Teach us your ways. Help us to understand your path. Let your blessings flow through our lives. And we will not fail to thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the blessings of this day. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen.